I did rock up to a family gathering with two slabs of cruisers once. And I've got to say, that was one of the worst funerals that I've ever been a part of. <laughs> you need oh, bad oh, decisions mate. to make a party a good party, to make it a memorable party. Mate, they were calling me small hands. And you know how I get about being called small hands, dude? <laughs> Fellas, you got to wear linen. Like, <laughs> What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> All right, now all we have to do is recreate that enthusiasm for starting again that we just missed out on because I didn't have my audio set up properly. Woo, we're back, we're back. Yeah, Woo, let's that, go, that, dude. Is that Daniel Prosser on the other end of the line? It is, dude, it is. It's been a minute. It is, actually, it's been, God, it's been months. It's probably been a year almost, I'm not even sure. <laughs> we go through this at the start of every pod, though, so... um, Every pod. Rebrand incoming, to be sure, and that... When that rebrand happens, holy smokes, the consistency is just going to rock your world, I reckon. It's going to rock it. Well, I, like, I, I, th I really think we're a second half team. We're, we're a second half of the year team. That's <laughs> yeah, when we're right. coming around. We realize that our lives are a bit boring. We're like, oh, we need to spice it up. What can I do? Oh, Assignments are due as well. It's that like work to a deadline type thing. You sort of think, how many pods oh. have we done this year? <laughs> like two? Okay, maybe we should try what? and just cram them all into the back end of the year. <laughs> How many episodes are going to pump out in four and a half, three and a half months? <laughs> Let's see what we can do, dude. Let's see what we can do. Oh, yeah. I think we, I can think we do well. I know this is classified as a weekly update. Um, so I'm just going to do a weekly update because my life is just too amazing. It's too exciting. So I think it's best Jeez. if we just funnel into this week, I reckon. Um, and, well, the first thing I sort of realized, I had this realization this week that I haven't been to a bodlo in like three to four months. And, and I just refuse to believe that. You're like, obviously I'm not a sober. I'm not sober. Don't worry about that, ladies. You still get a chance. <laughs> um, it's just, I haven't really, I've been in this window of like, all right, I've got to save mad coin. I'm like a, I'm a, like, yeah, like a cram study, a cram podcast maker. I'm a cram savings for travel. Cram budgeter. Yeah, yeah. So the last sort of, or oh, what would it be? The last two months I've just been like, boof crazy crab and obviously i still go out but i'm going out straight to the venue i haven't haven't done pre's or anything if it's like a Whoa. birthday if it's something i'm just pulling Literally up going in dry dude yeah which is pretty ballsy but um yeah it's a bit more expensive actually doing it like that so maybe i should What's go to the like, talk, talk to me about that dude we almost got a road guide on uh on going <laughs> going out with no liquid confidence <laughs> well it's not like i'm pulling up to the club like yeah, maybe I'm pulling up to a happy hour or, or if it's a function, right. like I'm pulling up to the function. And like, I'm probably snagging beers on the way. Like most of things, most things come from footy because I'm not drinking Fridays because I've got footy on Saturday. So then Friday and then Saturday, you know, you sort of get free beers after the game. Um, if you play well, you get free beers all night, which is nice. Park it, um, I reckon. I reckon, I reckon this, there's a whole road guide to budget friendly. <laughs> like, you know, like we did, we've done budget, but I mean, what about yeah. like, budgeting all of your uh what's the word like your luxury purchases or whatever it is you know the the yeah. the, the finance the, the stuff that you could save money on by cutting out completely rather than that saying like oh actually let's keep doing those things but let's find the most cost effective way to do them i reckon i reckon the budget friendly way to going out is definitely uh, definitely on the cards because you're spitting game here dude you're spitting game <laughs> True, true. I don't want to waste it. Well, I guess one thing that sort of got me thinking about drinking is that I've got a lot of pressure on me at the moment because um, <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out playing country footy um, for a tiny, a small town called Beaufort. Um, oh shout gosh. out uh, the Beaufort F Football Netball Club. Um, and 
you know, like obviously the team, you know, come in as a big signing. Um, they want you to make <laughs> finals and all the rest of it. And like, there's two games left, and I'm starting to think we might not make finals. Whoa. Um, yeah, so that's a lot of pressure. I don't they know. do it marquee player, really. When they look back in their season, they'd be like, oh, you know, where did we go wrong? Signing dots. <laughs> Effectively, like if the gutter point figures, <laughs> it's probably coming towards me. <laughs> and, and it's probably, it's not great that we haven't won a game all year. <laughs> it's oh. not ideal. What? Uh, yeah, it's pretty tough. Like we've had two draws. Unheard of. Unheard of to have two draws in a season. I don't think I've had... I've had one in my whole career. Hang on, but that. you're on the cusp for the finals? Oh, no, I just, I, I think it might be over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it might be. Uh, well, yeah, it's a big cusp. It's a big cusp. <laughs> Teams can get done for salary cap breaching and like Whoa. point cap breaching. So, we, you know, we just need to overlap eight nine teams to get into the eight so oh my gosh i can't believe you're counting on like the most absurd political series of events possible to get the team <laughs> into finals yeah man i reckon i reckon the, 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 the towns the towns put their faith in the right man by the sound of it <laughs> i've definitely got the positive vibe to get us through i reckon just the boys <laughs> just got to get around me and we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> Well, I'm glad to at least hear that you have been spending money at the bottle. Though. That's that's good. I'm not sure about the uh, the your reputation in the country town of, of Beaufort or wherever it is. Um, speaking of country <laughs> towns, Vegemite was invented. Thank you very much. Really? Mate. Just, just a side note. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty. Are you the the Beaufort Vegemites? Because that's a missed opportunity, if not. Ooh, that would have been good. And I also dated good. the granddaughter of the inventor <gasps> of Vegemite. Oh, she's a listener as well. Huge Roger. Massive fan of the show. <laughs> Huge Roger. Yeah. I think we might get Vegemite to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, controversially, I don't want to shoot down any sponsors, but I hate Vegemite. It is my least favorite substance on this earth. Sorry to um, whatever her name is, Elizabeth Vegemite or whoever that you um, hooked up with that time. But, but Mate, you uh, went no. to school that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Uh yeah, uh, we're just oh, talking can't. about this. I don't know if it's between Nadra. I don't know. No, I don't think it's too real now. It's too real. Um, anyway, shout out to that. Shout out to the that potential friend of mine that I just sledged. Anyway, um, shout, out, speaking- shout out Sophie Callister. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, first ever okay. girlfriend. There you go. There, there we go. Wow, that's 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 a massive claim to fame, dude. Um, now yeah. my my claim to fame is being a world traveler as you know uh, DOS firsthand um, always traveling the globe uh, and definitely haven't been locked in Australia for the past like I don't know four or five years which is pretty crazy <laughs> to conceive um, I just had four weeks of holidays and uh, guess guess how far and wide I managed to travel in those four whole weeks off work oh maybe you went to Emerald, which is what, four, six hours away to go to the Maccas, which is your nearest look, McDonald's. Look, I did, I, thankfully I did, and that's true. It is the four or five hours to the nearest Maccas. I did manage to get up to Cairns, which I've got to say, most Ooh, beautiful nice. part. Um, the Atherton Tablelands has to be the most beautiful part of Australia. I'm calling it here. For our international yeah. rogers, um, there's nothing much really there in the sense of like attractions. The place is the attraction. The, the right mindset is the attraction. You've got to go there and you've got to look for a really cozy, comfy, beautiful, scenic kind of time and you can really embrace it and you'll absolutely love it. Huge fan, it's where I want to move. But aside from the few days I spent up north, I 
would have my, my biggest travel would have been out the front door to the main street of Longreach. I, I basically have done Jeez. nothing in a sense. <laughs> I've gone nowhere. Um, I've been busy doing stuff, but I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bore literally everyone with talking about it. But um, oh no no, that's why they come <laughs> on to listen. They do love your weekly updates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cool thing that I've got coming up actually is uh, in September, I'm going to be running from Barky to Longreach, which is about 120 k's. So uh, that's going to be cool. I'm doing it for cystic fibrosis before you make any jokes at my expense. I'm, I'm Teflon because I'm doing it for a good I'd cause. Never. <laughs> I'd never. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's pretty much, uh, that's in all of these months, I'd say that's uh, the most exciting thing the past four weeks and uh, nothing much really happened. <laughs> Sheesh. Well, um, geez, the Rogers are glad they've got me. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to cut down what I was going to say because I was just so excited and had hey, so maybe, much to talk about. Hey, look, ca- cash another one in now that you know that I've wrapped it up. <laughs> share, share with us uh, another, regale us with another tale from, uh, from the big city, the big smoke. Oof. Well, I got uh, treated like a piece of meat the other day. Oh. Um, yeah, when I went, to, <laughs> I went to the osteo and um, sort of get, I got a bit, lot of hip pain at the moment, like an old man. And I was in there. Like an old like, man, mate. You're almost 30. You whoa, are an old whoa, man. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you're older than me, bro. I've still I got know, years I, I, until 30. I, I hear it every day. I'm, I'm, I've got, got to t- punch down on someone. <laughs> I've got plural years wow. until... 30 so i'll take it Damn. i i just i just stay losing here anyway keep going <laughs> anyway um yeah he was just going through my body and like he's like oh wow like you know you've got a really good muscle mass for like the size of you and you don't have any knee pain or shoulder pain Jeez. Like, wow. and then I, he goes and gets, mate, he goes and gets the head osteo to come in as well to have a look and he's like wow you've got a Perfect dimensions. And I was Listen like, to you, dude. Surely this... And then everyone stood up and clapped and you got the keys to the city from the mayor. Like, come on, man. It was pretty good. I'll tell you what. Wow. So no, what, what's, the, what's the verdict? You're actually, you're obese still or? <laughs> well, like technically I'm still obese. Wow. Is that what they're marveling? Like, you can, you can, there's, there's like actual, you know, muscle under all this bloody... Yeah. bloody fat now one of the yogurts came in they were like oh we should do the BMI test on him and I was like don't you fucking dare <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving let me have this moment <laughs> it's only positive objectification here please yeah yeah well so I'm pretty well set you know with things how things are going but I'm interested to see if you've got a you've got something that you need you need a guide to and have you got anything for us Bros? anything that's come across in your life that you think our rogers need to hear look it's uh, it's one literally very very close to my heart, and one that I am uh, almost about to be a confirmed like uh, master in, basically. And it's the road guide to dating a coworker. Oh, uh, juicy! High, highly controversial, I think. You would agree? Is this sort of, sort of a difficult one, a tricky one? People would sort of say steer clear of. Um, well, they'd be wrong if they said stick clear of it because this is exciting. This is drama in life, you know. Oh, this is dude. something you can talk about when you're old. Oh, no, this, this is not. This is not the advice. It is risky, you know. You can you can mess up in a lot of ways. Uh, not just uh, you know potentially you know get your heart broken, which is always awful, but 
also, um, you know, really mess up your career, potentially your finances, your life. Next thing you know, you're on the streets, all because you wanted to date a coworker. It's it's a massive gamble, and I think uh, I think most people in their right mind, um, you know, tend to try and avoid it. Um, I de- definitely w- was in that boat, but now I am a the patron saint of, of dating coworkers. Um, my fiance and I met at work, so uh, I'm, I've got to say I'm a bit of an expert in this and how to navigate this dangerous situation uh you know calmly professionally and uh and you know get the bag yeah i don't mind it i think um like i feel like we've got different motives but we're aiming for the same outcome like the way that i see dating a co-worker it's just you know life is a tv show it's a tv series that's all it is and you're the main character in your own tv show and we're just hitting that point where it's time for you to date your co-worker you know? Oh, and if- dude. It's that, it's that episode. <laughs> it's that we, episode. We, we, we've that gone episode. past like the beach vacation episode where everyone strips down to their togs and now it's time for the uh, the controversial drama episode. Exactly. Yeah, it's time. And uh, I think we've got the tips and the and the guides to, to get you through this and um, not sort of get you cancelled. Doss, uh, have you ever dated a co-worker though? Um... Define dated. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to do, we, we are, I think we need to get some definitions uh, at some point later. Uh, break down. Because I've been, I've been considering hooking up in a completely different way to other people. Um, all kinds of those, those words, which uh, maybe it's because I'm, I'm pure. But, um, but yeah, we need to break down some of these things. But anyway, let's jump into it. Step one. And this is, this is so important. Sure, it's, you know how you feel about someone, right? You know, you're like, oh, yeah, I love them or, or I'm, I'm attracted to them or I think there could be something here. That's easy to understand. You know, you, you know yourself pretty well, hopefully, but you don't know what's going through their mind. So step number one, you have to be 100, 110% even sure that they're into you as well because otherwise you're going down into a rabbit hole of, of, of risk and, and danger that you just don't want to get yourself into, especially... If you're one of our handful of male roger listeners at the moment, you're in particular risk of this. If you're, especially like me, in my situation, I was senior at the job, um, and I was senior literally. I was a, um, as we've established, I am almost thirty, so definitely <laughs> venturing into the uh, to the old and irrelevant sort of age group. Um, I had, I had, oh, I had. A, a, a plenty to lose. I had a job in in a bustling small town in Queensland, and you now imagine imagine that you know coming to an end. So I'd be a hundred and ten percent sure that she was into me. Um, thankfully, uh, she made that uh, abundantly clear, and we, we did a lot of dating and hanging out and stuff like that. Um, well, not dating; it was hanging out <laughs> as friends. But um, you know, neither, we weren't really kidding kidding ourselves. But I was sort of waiting for her to make the first move so that I, I didn't get fired. Um, and that's what you got to do. You got to be a hundred percent sure. And I'm sure that um, you know that uh, there's equal risks for for ladies making moves on guys. But um, but yeah, especially for guys, I think you can end up getting yourself uh, getting yourself actioned against or something. Well, that's it. I think I sort of agree with that because. But I have like a loophole for everybody. You know, the simple <laughs> get out of jail free card that you know they can't a hundred percent blame you if you were drunk. You know, oh, you can wow. push that blame onto something. So step two is get drunk. <laughs> get drunk and just yeah. That way you've got a you've got a cop out. You can be like, oh sorry, I was so drunk. Um, and you can yeah. I totally don't mean what I said about you know I love the the smell of your vanilla hair and the <laughs> sparkle in your eyes makes me remember this hometown yeah. that I'm from, oh. this beautiful place. 
watching you do Excel spreadsheets, just oh, <laughs> something. It's something else. Yeah, no, it was, it was just the alcohol talking. Those, those weren't real, real comments. Yeah, exactly. And if they reciprocate, then uh, you know, look out. Game on. Game on. Yeah, I like. I've well, had a few incidents with coworkers. Um, incidents. Wow, is that, is that what you're calling them? <laughs> well, that's what WorkSafe made me call them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right yeah now we're talking here now we are hearing from a true professional yeah yeah so i guess what like so i had i had separate like incidents like one one was years (laughs) one was years after we stopped working together And I think that was that was sort of that was a, that was like an arc for me. That was a conclusion to that chapter in my life. I think um, hooking up with that person later on in life, which was quite nice. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, got to yeah message all my uh, my checkout chick pals from back in the day, and I was like, boys, it, it happened. It just happened five years later. <laughs> wow, wow, that's amazing. Good to hear. Um, holy smokes, that was that was a comment and a half. Um, now, the other thing, bit of advice I've got is when you both sort of agree that um, you're keen on each other, um, you still don't want to go and announce it to everyone because it's not like if word gets out, it's not as simple as you know being two strangers. Your your work life and your personal life are just about to become very very connected. So, you, my opinion is um, keep it secret for a while. That's my step number three. Again, this is coming from lived experience, so so you know it's good stuff. Um, basically, we sort of agreed that hey, yep, um, you know this is this is great. We 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 agree about how we feel about each other, and um, yeah, you know, with we're sort of in love or falling in love. Maybe maybe it was a bit too early. You know, me, I might might throw the the love word around a little bit earlier than others. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we decided to keep it a bit of a secret, um, and it was actually really really fun because um, we both were on the same page. And if we if we changed our minds on you know whether we should go public or not we would talk about it and and go from there um obviously it becomes tricky when one person wants it to be public and the other person says no 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 we'll keep it a secret i think that can be a bit sus but <laughs> we were on the same page um with that so it was it was weeks i think of you know some people saw right through it some people surprisingly had no idea which was great um and for us it was um yeah it was it was fun it was really really fun it was a bit like being being sneaky but you're not doing anything wrong really so um i recommend yeah give that a try do a bit of secrecy yeah i think the secrecy that's a vibe that's that's a yeah that's a whole 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 bloody kink factor i reckon (laughs) there's like there's a whole google search on that stuff Uh, yeah i'm talking about love here you're talking about bloody fetishes and kinks and well isn't that love just a different word <laughs> i guess <laughs> well i think obviously so let's just say let's just say obviously after things escalate with that person after things are sort of clear that you know one or both has intentions to do things or things have happened i think the step four it has to be you got to make sure you're the first to say something to them at work you have to be the first to address not necessarily address the issue well, it's not necessarily an issue, but like you have to be the first to say. <laughs> it's not an to issue that. yet, which is another yeah. one of like your workplace <laughs> meetings. 
Yeah, exactly. If you want to avoid this as an issue, <laughs> you got to literally go straight in that room, walk past people and don't talk to them. And then as soon as you see the person, just be like, hey, how's it going? Just something Whoa. simple. Yeah? You, and just break that. What was that? Hey how's, hey, how's it going? That's such good advice. <laughs> hey, how's it going? And But don't be weird though. Like, don't, don't just already have a coffee and go over there and give them a coffee. That's weird. Then, it, you know, it's obvious. And then, right. yeah, that's, that's not the vibe. So, so you're trying to like, what? You're trying to break the ice super early so that it's not strange. Yeah. And if you leave it for like, if you miss that first meeting with them to say anything instantly, it jumps up like 25% weird. And then from then on, every incident, every incident after that is only worth 5%. So that's why you got to hit early with the 25 and get that one out of the way. All right. Well, look, your your bloody work relationships have been supremely different to mine by the sound of it because there was uh, there was no sort of only seeing each other at work and you know bloody having to break the ice. It was much more wholesome than that. But uh, yes, that's good advice for people that that are doing a bit doing a bit more of a risky romance by the sound of it. Um, step number five. Uh, this is a surefire bet and uh, a really good way to make sure that uh, you know. What you want to do is you want to um, make your relationship bigger than work. That way, it doesn't matter if you lose work because you've got your relationship. So step number five is to get married. And I am uh, in the process of doing that, making plans as we speak for next year. Rogers, I won't tell you the time and place because as we know, there's <laughs> there's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of you that'll suddenly crash into long reach and, uh, you know, make oh, things awkward. Oh, you just awkward, said but, long uh, reach? <laughs> God damn it. You, bleep that out, bleep that out. The secret didn't last long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't even finish oh, the sentence. Oh, mate, you, you, uh, I don't know if you, you, you know this about me, but I'm, I'm awful at keeping secrets. Terrible. Yeah, but this was, that's why this, that's why this was so good because it was actually the best, the most cunning and deceitful and, you know, conniving that I've been, and it was it was all for a good cause, so it felt good. Not often that you can keep a secret for a good reason, you know. Yeah, no, fair, fair. No, I rate it. I, I'm all for I'm all for step five. Fuck it, just get married. If, <laughs> yeah, if you think that way, like, because you know, when you marry someone, they can't like, what is it? They can't like sue you in court or something. What's the rule? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I, yeah, again, they can't use the information. Oh, that's right. So if you're, they can't use the information that your wife knows Whoa. In, court, in a criminal court against you. Whoa, like, that is something that's, like that. Dude, romance isn't dead. You, you are, you are such a, you're so chivalrous. You are, I imagine to his part, baby. <laughs> well, there you go. That, the 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 road guide to dating a coworker sounds more like the road guide to stopping bloody legal action against yourself actually that that's exactly what it is it, it is the exactly road guide to, all right so that's a very fitting end actually um brilliant uh so yeah hopefully that helps you um again this is this is only for the professional um romances out there you know if you're a rookie I, i'd recommend this leaving this to the to the experts and uh you know yeah, maybe that's not true yeah but uh if, if you're ready then this and you hopefully this guide served you well um dos yeah. You've got you've got a little something special for us this this episode, a bit of a debut. Yeah, I've got a I've got a new segment for us. I've um <laughs> I've been thinking, obviously, you know, being the main character in my universe and being being the gossip girl in my storyline. Um, 
I've decided to to bring in the the docile goth uh, the sorry the docile oh, docile. You had oh, one no, chance. <laughs> first time. <laughs> um, go again, man, go again. Sorry, I, t- I, had a, I, had a, I think I had a picture frame fall off the wall. Oof. Like fly off the wall. Kind of spooky. Well, well, the new segment that I've brought onto the show is Dossel's Dossip. <laughs> um, it's where I go through some of the Dossip, gossip I've trademarked. heard. <laughs> trademarked. Patent pending. Where, yeah, some of the gossip I've heard recently within the week or two. Um, and... So the one I've got at the moment, it's pretty juicy. Um, oh, yeah? So a friend no name, of mine... No names. Yeah, keep, yeah, keep, no it, names, keep it anonymous. No names. Yeah. So a friend of mine said they once bailed on a date because their pants were wet. Their jeans were wet. <laughs> they hadn't dried fully. And that was their excuse. What? Wait, hang on. Was that their, ex- their reason for, for cancelling it? Or did they tell the person they were going on the date, like, oh, sorry, my, my jeans are just so wet. I can't make it. They told the person on the date that they couldn't oh, make it dude. because their pants were wet. That <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> that is actually reading that message. <laughs> that is like you, you, you like because I think the, the the biggest realization of that person was like, wow, like is this who I am in my dating life that. I was going to go on a date with someone with this level of like <laughs> sheer incompetence. It's like they couldn't yeah. just put on different pants. They couldn't just come to the pants with slightly damp jeans. Like that were they were fully drenched for your friend? From my friend's memory, yeah, they were they were pretty they were pretty <laughs> damp. Yeah, and this was like an hour before the date too. Okay, um, but, so but obviously not enough time for it to dry. Did your friend tell you how they felt about the date? Were they were they invested or was it just like a first sort of casual throwaway thing or was this something like they were actually like you know keen on and they just really got the ick from the from the damp pants and just canned it completely i think it was one of those situations where they were like everything has to align smoothly for this first date to go for it they'd been set up with this person as well like this was they were like it was a friend being like you should date this person Oh, no, um, that's so awkward. Now your friend's involved. I mean, now your friend is involved in your friend's really yeah. hopeless, like terrible. That's like, that's worse than um, I'm washing my hair. That's like the, not the male equivalent. That's like belo- sub, um, oh, so I can't come and wash my hair. Yeah. And like, also, does this person not have other pants? <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, I couldn't even begin to, to justify what was happening in this dude's mind, but from the woman's perspective that like wow this, this person couldn't a yeah put, put all this sort this out themselves and i was gonna go on a date with them like man i've got some soul searching to do because i, I cannot be getting myself into these situations mm, but there is sort of like a first date you know you want you got your lucky pants or you got your lucky undies that you want to wear hang on does so, your friend have lucky pants uh i i reckon back then they must have <laughs> and they really rated these pants <laughs> wow yeah. Well, do you have? Oh, I don't know. You're you're a bad example, but like, was there anything mm. that you mm. ever brought that you always would try to wear for a first date besides linen? Obviously. No. See, I would never wear linen because I was a I was a rookie. In fact, maybe that's why I found success because I wasn't immediately just written off as a as an f boy. But um, <laughs> I would say possibly uh, I had, I definitely had a shirt. I had a shirt that I thought looked good. And Ooh, yeah. it was, it was, you know, maybe had a good fit around my 
um, bulging biceps, as you know, which are so large. These these yeah. actually, the sleeves on these were very flattering. They actually seemed to somehow make my arms seem bigger, which was great. Good hang off the chest, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I did love to wear that, but I wouldn't have like gone, oh, no, shirt's wet, date's over. You know, I, I, I'm sure I would have just put on a different shirt, but uh, no, clearly not for your friend. Well, mate, the Dossa uh, does not cease to amaze. Um, what I, I wish your friend all the best, but uh, it sounds like they may have some struggles uh, with romance uh, in their future. Yeah, I think they're, they're a lost cause, but like, hey, it's a bit of good, it's good old-fashioned bit of Dossal Dossal for us. But Doss, actually, real quick, here's one for you before we, uh, before we go on. Um, I'm not yeah. actually sure if we've got a big call today, but um, <laughs> either way. Um, here's one for you. One I've been thinking about, actually. Uh, it's been in the news recently, and um, you, know, you might have seen, actually, people betting on, on kids' sport, which is, which is bizarre and just the strangest thing ever. Um, mm. But I want to talk about kids and gambling in a different sense. That's, that was a pretty shocking story to hear. Um, but... I'm talking more about what we've been hearing with sports ads and, you know, on the on sponsors and stuff like that. Like so many different gambling apps and, and companies who, you know, I'm sure would be open to sponsoring us. We, we're we still not quite on our high horse with that yet. I could see us having oh, a sports I'll bet ad out. or a Ned's ad or something. I will yeah. sell out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, holler at us. Um, in fact, this, this should have been sponsored by... Uh, what I'm about to say is here's one for you should have been sponsored by a bloody gambling company for sure um, so we've got all of these ads that are corrupting or potentially they would say corrupting the minds of children they see it from a young age they're exposed to it they know what's going on they know how it works kind of thing not only that but when they play their video games um, which I do too they're exposed to more gambling like microtransactions and sort of lucky dip where you spend like two bucks of real money and you get a random item sort of thing which is you know a form of gambling because you're trying to get something rare or expensive um so kids from a very very young age um are doing this now and in my generation in our time um gambling was just something that we couldn't really do except for very very low stakes probably non-finance related gambling yeah Um, who's doing the dishes tonight exactly 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 um but the thing is, I reckon people saying, you know, we need to stop this. And definitely, I think there's a case for that. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably in that boat. But devil's advocate here. Um, have we considered potentially that we are raising a generation of kids who can actually gamble and can actually do a pretty good job and actually know how things work and know the risks and can make good moves? Because, like, for us... We didn't have gambling growing up, so it wasn't a skill that we could really work on mm. or improve or build on. Um, we came into it, you know, when we had money to burn, and burn it we did for the most part because we had, you know, we just weren't trained in it. But kids now, from a young age, are being trained in it and could become potentially, they could be the generation that beats the house. They could learn the yeah. skills and and outsmart the machine because they're child prodigies in gambling. So I say well, it, we just let's yeah. let's do a trial run with this generation. Let them <laughs> let them continue being exposed to gambling and just see what happens. They could be our heroes. One hundred percent. What's like, mate? If you go to the Olympics, when do you start training? You don't start training a year out from the Olympics, mate. You your start mom, training you from when swimmer, you're freaking four or five. Mate, yeah. If you want to, if you want to be a swimmer, your mum is swimming laps while you're, you know, a fetus. That's how. That's what it takes. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. You've got to start it. No one great just picked it up and did it straight away everybody worked for it and that's us yeah. with and gambling. this is their opportunity these kids so, could be yeah they could be the housebreakers 
they could be elite. Imagine they could they could bring the whole thing down potentially, um, or they could I don't know work out some some other sweet way to, to spin it. But I reckon I reckon there's definitely a chance here that that we could see some real some little champions coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should we like um, you know like celebrities? You got celebrities. You got sports stars. Should we like celebrate like? <laughs> People that win big in gambling. <laughs> wasn't that wasn't that <laughs> literally like Dan Bilzerian? Haven't we done that before? What was it? Wasn't wasn't, <laughs> wasn't he just a straight up gambler that you know basically? Actually, there's there's another bloke I think that um oh no he must have owned gambling companies in Tasmania that did like um whatever the gosh I've forgotten the name of the Goma or oh, something Dick Smith. anyway Dick Smith no <laughs> um, but no you're right maybe, house, that man. <laughs> maybe uh maybe oh actually the professional gambles are just twitch streamers I reckon that go on and they just basically play the the poker games or whatever and thousands of people oh yeah it. that started popping up and coming up that's already happened it? again that's that's the new generation they're, they're monetizing it they're making money from gambling it's 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 actually quite sweet anyway just for, you for thought again um my my, my views are um, you know, my views are my own, and I definitely yeah. don't stand by, uh, you know, exposing kids to gambling. But I just think it's it's worth considering because we don't quite know the outcome yet. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, any rogues with um, young kids, you know, give us an update. See how your kids go on <laughs> blackjack. <laughs> were you on the pokies while you were pregnant, and yeah. now your kid is a, is a legend on the uh, on the bricklayer's laptop? Yeah. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> <laughs> and you can let us know on Instagram, uh, our hustling bustling Instagram, um, yep. at the rogue the rogue guide, R O G U E, not uh, the road guide, not the road map. It's uh, the rogue guide, and uh, chat with us there. And um, you know, Dos, our social media manager, is always posting up stories and questions and yep. clips. That uh, when I'm at the pub, I'm usually always posting a story or two. <laughs> The Rogers. <laughs> uh, yeah, at the club at a happy hour, posting to the Rogers. I tell you what, that's yeah. a real happy also, hour. Also, actually, I do have a bone to pick with the Rogers. Um, freaking like the freaking um, Spotify. I've only seen, I can have a look, and there's only 11 people that have even freaking rated us. <laughs> and I know that, I know that one person that gave us one star was a girl <laughs> I used to see who found a way to hurt me. So that one star is. is Doing a lot of damage right now, so I, I really need the rogues to get on there. Don't worry, and, and we've, <laughs> we've put my wrongs. We've put some object, uh, you know, we've we've put in our objections to uh, to Spotify, the company itself, to let them know that hey, this isn't this review was made in bad faith. You know, it's not a real yep. review. Can you please remove it? But um, but yeah, you can do your work and potentially make that uh, less of an issue. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's the road guide for today. Uh, unless you've got a mystical big call hitting up your sleeve. Uh, nah. 